good morning. Well, or good afternoon, good evening, whatever it is that you're you're listening, right? Uh, that's one thing, a wonderful thing about podcasts is you can pick them up and listen to them anytime it's uh, convenient for you. That is a good thing, right? That is a good thing. I like podcasts. I like doing this one. I love listening to others. I get really good ideas. Luckily, I do get some feedback. I think it's a really cool deal. Really cool deal if you guys um, are ever interested in doing one of your own. Look into Anchor. Anchor is really, really pretty cool. Really pretty easy. I'm not computer savvy at all. And um, they make it pretty easy. We've been going over some of the details and sort of breaking down what um, the steps. (coughs) Yeah, I'm still dealing with this cough. It doesn't come around very often in a day, um, unless I talk more, um, I'm just ready for it to be gone. But we've been kind of breaking them down, kind of looking at what they mean, right? Most people are familiar with um, 12 steps um, through the rooms of AA or NA. Um, Of course, there are a lot of people that do attend Celebrate Recovery too, right? And so I've been just kind of breaking them down a little bit, trying to help, I guess, help you gain some insight on what they're about, right? Through a secular point of view, and yes, a little bit of a faith-based point of view, right? Because that's what we do here. We're all inclusive, and I'm hoping to help everybody. Sort of like what they say in the rooms of AA and NA. Take what you need, leave the rest, right? Take what you need and leave the rest. But it's still, either way, really, really, really um good information i feel like i wish somebody would have been able to take the time um to do this years ago when i was first um coming through those rooms right it makes it a lot easier i even gain more insight as i i do this it's like uh because i do the research for it and all (coughs) and some of it's based on my own experience right but it's really nice it's really nice, so I hope you guys are getting something out of it, right? Or at least something that you, if you hear something, maybe you should just share it with somebody, right? Maybe what is going on here and is being said um, in this podcast isn't necessarily for you. Maybe you hear something that someone else might um, be able to connect with. Share it with them, right? Share it with them. And don't forget, please, please, please don't hesitate to hit that support button. I really, really appreciate anything and everything that you feel led um, to contribute, no matter what it is. It does help me keep my stuff up to speed, up to date, right? And uh, whatever it is, is always greatly appreciated and is a big help. So, (coughs) the next step we're on is eight, right? Let me start by reading. I haven't done this in all of them. This one kind of stood out. Let me start by reading the Alcoholics Anonymous tradition, right? There's there's 12 steps and there's 12 traditions. Uh, and this is a tradition that may best describe step eight, right? Every AA person, attendee, has found that he or she can make little headway in this new adventure of living until he or she first backtracks and really makes an accurate and unsparing survey of the human wreckage he or she 
has left in their wake, right? If you've got a 12 traditions or 12 steps, 12 traditions book, that's found on page 77, right? Obviously, this step is not going to be easy, right? So pay close attention and we'll walk through it together. Here it is, and I'll also share its biblical comparison as shared in Celebrate Recovery. The step is, we made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Right? I emphasize the willing, um, and I'll get to that as we go. Right? The biblical uh, comparison that is shared in Celebrate Recovery is, and some people wouldn't even... They say this and don't know that it's scripture, which is kind of funny. It's like I've grown up hearing it too. Do unto others as you would have them do to you. Luke 6, 31. Now, a lot of people grow up hearing different versions of that same statement, right? Not really realizing that it's scripture or biblical, right? It's kind of neat, kind of neat. But I think there's all kinds of things like that that we grow up with saying and hearing in our homes as kids and don't realize where they come from, right? <coughs> now, terrified of facing the wreckage of your past, mm. looking at the shipwreck of your chaotic life from the shore is one thing, but taking action to repair and mend what is salvageable is a whole nother adventure, a whole nother journey. And that's the one we're going on today. Step eight helps recovering, as it states in Alcoholics Anonymous, helps recovering alcoholics to live in the greatest peace in partnership with others and themselves. That's what we're looking for. Is peace, right? <laughs> We're looking for a way to feel good about ourselves, right? Thinking about the things that we've done to hurt other people or just towards other people, whether it was something violent or it was just verbal abuse of some sort or maybe it was indirect by stealing something from them, right? Maybe... You have something similar to that that just eats at you, right? It just eats at you. And that's what you want to be able to get. That's baggage too, right? That is baggage too. Even if it is something that you just simply toss around in your head, that's spiritual and emotional baggage, right? I think I've mentioned this before in, a, in another podcast I used to do when I was doing addiction counseling. When I was working in residential treatment. I used to do this group that I called SCARS. And it never failed that I would be talking about, I would start off talking about physical scars on your body. And even as I'm talking about it, think about that for a second. You have a physical scar on your body, right? Whether from Bob Wire, if you're from Texas, it could be from Bob Wire Pence, right? You never know. Um, if you're crazy, like some of my friends, maybe you like to play with knives. Uh, maybe it was just a complete accident, right? And maybe it's somewhere on your body where you haven't given it any thought until now that I'm talking about it. 
Where's that scar at for you? <coughs> right? Now take notice. Is it something that you thought about in a while? Maybe it is. In most cases, it ain't. So in this group, when I'm doing it, what I usually hear is people say, oh, man, I haven't thought of this in a long time. Right? Or I haven't even considered where this came from in forever. But then I'll shift gears in the middle of the group. And we'll go into emotional scars. Right? And it never fails that the verbiage changes. The verbiage changes when I go from physical scars to emotional scars. From, man, the one I haven't thought of in a long time. It's on my elbow. I don't get to see it that much. But I fell through a fence. Then we're talking about emotional scars and the verbiage is one that I think of all the time. I even have people say in group, one that always seems to haunt me. Right? It's because those emotional scars, <coughs> they need healing too. Right? And whether it's hurt from someone else or hurting someone else that you've done that you feel remorse for, it can bring you down. All right? Now, while step four could be seen as your personal house cleaning, if you go back, remember step four, step eight is more of a social application of the same reduction that has begun in step four. Right? It's more of a self-cleaning, more of a spiritual cleaning, right? Step four, when you realize that you have hurt others as well as yourself because of alcohol, drinking, or drug use, or abusive behavior. But working step eight, you're just going to make a list of people. So all we're going to do is make a list of people you have harmed and the specific ways that you have harmed each one of them. Oh, I know that that sounds frightening, right? But it's got to be done. It's got to be done. I'll read that again. You're just going to make a list. Make a list of people that have harmed you and also those that you have harmed and the specific ways that that has occurred. Remember, you have acted with courage working all of your previous steps up to this point. Because none of them really, if you look back, none of them really are easy. There's some that are easier than others, sure. Right? But it's taking courage, working all of your previous steps to this point and staying, hopefully staying clean and sober. Right? Staying away from the compulsive behaviors. Right? With step eight, you have the opportunity to translate your experience of courage into developing a compassionate spirit, right? One where you come across as someone who's kind and caring. <clears throat> now, breaking down step eight a little bit. Step eight is the beginning of the process of making amends. Again, it is the beginning of the process of making amends forgiving others, and possibly being forgiven by them. In addition to forgiving ourselves, that is important. That is just as important, if not more, being able to forgive ourselves. By making a list 
of the people we harmed and become willing. Remember, that's all we're doing is making a list. And we're trying to become willing to make amends. We take action toward healing the past with others and learning how to live in a world with our head held high. Looking people right in the eye. This step will help you gain some confidence. It's a tough one, but it'll help you gain some confidence. Step eight is mostly about identifying the damage you have done to others and listing those names. All we're doing is listing those names. Don't panic. It doesn't matter if they harm you, right? It doesn't matter if the harm you caused was from selfishness, carelessness, anger, arrogance, dishonesty, or any other character defect. It doesn't even matter if you didn't intend to cause the harm, right? We're not dissecting that stuff. We're just making the list and becoming willing. You're going to make a complete, thorough list considering all the ways in which it is possible to cause harm to another person. Some situations are really obvious, right? For instance, if you stole money from a person or business, or if you exhibited physical or emotional abuse, those kinds of things are pretty obvious. The names on your list could be people you bullied, cheated on, threatened, right, or treated coldly or rude to. Whether they are living or dead or will, right, want to hear from you or not. That's the trick. You're just making a list of those people, whether they're living or dead or whether they're willing to hear from you or not. It doesn't matter. You are just, again, making a list. I keep emphasizing that because I don't want you to get ahead of me and start panicking about who it is that you're going to have to try to talk to, right? <clears throat> We're not there yet. Fear causes delay. That's what we don't want, right? We don't want you already panicking about a scenario <coughs> that you might not get the opportunity to do. We're just making this list and becoming willing to make an amend. Right? So don't get ahead and start worrying about the people you might need to talk with. Right? Just be patient and we'll get there. We'll get there. <coughs> And uh, hopefully when, as we go through this, um, describing and sort of dissecting, unwrapping, if you will, of step eight, um, you will be able to gain some courage. I'm hoping to take some of the fear out of the idea of making amends towards people who you know, who you know probably don't want to hear from you, Right? But you'll be surprised on how many people do. How many times I've had people in treatment that would say, you know, I'm so glad that they finally apologized. All I wanted to know was that they acknowledged that what they did was wrong. Man, that happens a lot. 
right? <coughs> so, don't panic. We're going to unwrap this some more. We're just making a list and becoming real. Right? I don't know if your heart's pounding right now. Uh, just on the idea of talking to someone that you've hurt or harmed. Um, but please, I'm trying to really, really ease ease that thinking. Right? Because we're not there yet. That is for sure. So, let me get right back into it. Right? Again, I said fear causes delay. There will be fear. And there are going to be people who come to mind who also caused you harm. A lot of people delay in starting the work on step eight because they aren't willing to make amends to those people because they resist them too much. Right? But again, you will find that it's not about those people. <clears throat> even if you are so unwilling that you don't even want to pray for the willingness because you can't even imagine having any compassion for certain people put their names on the list anyway yeah put their names on the list too the truth is that forgiving someone who harmed us may mean swallowing a little bit of pride right swallowing a little bit of pride but unfortunately not forgiving that person cost us our freedom right? making amends apologizing to people in, in general is not about the other person right you're trying to create a little bit of peace within yourself keeping your side of the street clean is what we call it right <clears throat> keeping your side of the street clean this is not a list for you to keep in your head write it down it's the kind that you need to put down on paper. Putting names on paper takes the ideas out of your head. The stressors, the ideas that create stressors, it takes them out of your head where they may have grown to massive proportions, right? <clears throat> Putting it on paper right-sizes them. You have already um, done, done a lot of thinking and you're working on this, right? Just be aware of how you're feeling. Because <clears throat> I don't want the fear to slow you down, as it says. I don't want the fear to delay you. Right? You've already cataloged your character defects and moral inventory. And now you're going to examine some of the same situations from another angle and perspective. For your step eight list, you should include every name you think of, even if you're not sure that you owe any amends in that particular situation. There's a question mark, put the name down. You can put your name on the list. Yeah, put your name on the list. With an unawareness that the way we make amends to ourselves is the ongoing process of stopping irresponsible and self-destructive behavior right <clears throat> put yourself on the list i'll repeat that with an awareness that the way we make amends to ourselves 
is the ongoing process of stopping irresponsible and self-destructive behavior. Spiritual principles abound in step eight, right? And I know in a previous one, I mentioned one, but there's more, more ideas, more principles, more ideas behind step eight. There's forgiveness, honesty, courage, willingness, accountability, humility, and compassion are the biggies. By listing who we believe we've harmed, we are holding ourselves accountable. And by admitting we are human and have made mistakes, we develop compassion for ourselves too. By forgiving those who have harmed us, we are set free. Right? Man, it's so good to get rid of that ugliness that just seems to weigh you down. Right? <clears throat> now, extending a decent dose of authentic love requires humility. Right? When you present yourself to whoever it is later down the road that you might want to make amends to, you got to seem sincere and humble. Right? And knowing that these actions will not only help you in recovery, but also benefit the greater good. It requires a fair amount of trust. Trust in the person. Trust in yourself. Right? Now, part of this is repairing burning bridges. Sure, there's some that you're not going to be able to. Right? Step eight, step eight helps build awareness that little by little, we are gaining new attitudes about ourselves and how we deal with other people. Here are just a few questions to help guide you through working. <clears throat> Step eight. Are there resentments in the way? Mm, that's a big one. Are there resentments in the way of your willingness to make amends? Right? Are there or are you hesitating in a way in any way before working on step eight? If so, why? Right? We talked about how it's, it's difficult. If there's hesitation, and if there is, ask yourself why. Why is it valuable to determine the exact nature of our wrongs? Ask yourself that question. Right? Why is it so essential that you are very clear about your responsibilities? You need to know where you're headed, what you're doing, who you're going to talk to. Are there people to whom you owe an amends who may be a threat to your safety, right? Or about whom you are concerned in some other way? <clears throat> right now we are just making a list of people that we need to become at least willing to make amends to. But keep close note of those that you think that if you went to approach may cause you harm, right? We're going to work around that kind of stuff. Please don't go stirring up trouble. It may get you hurt just to say, I'm sorry. We need you to be safe. You got to be safe when doing this stuff. Also remember don't go making amends if it's likely that you'll do more harm. There's workarounds for that kind of stuff too, right? 
again, the step says we made a list of persons who we've harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Right? Many old timers believe that the spiritual principle of brotherly love is the basis of step eight. And that, that makes sense. We must first remember <clears throat> the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous, making another reference to them, was written in a time when this was common, a commonly used phrase, right, brotherly love. For our purposes, brotherly love is showing kindness and compassion towards others without expecting anything in return. We are finally on a step where it's no longer making things right within ourselves. We can start making things right with others. The next spiritual principle, obviously, for this step is willingness. We've talked about all of them. Willingness is key. Because that's where we're at in this one, being willing to make amends. We sometimes hear in <clears throat> meetings, if you don't have the willingness, then pray for the willingness to be willing. Right? If you're stuck and you don't have the willingness, then pray for the willingness to be willing. Right? Some of us may arrive to step eight with a sense of urgency to make right all wrongs we've done. Be careful when doing that too. We can harness some of that energy towards our willingness. The first part of the step, we've made a list, is where we can continue to practice the willingness we learned in the previous steps. The willingness to make amends only comes after creating this list. We may need to be reminded that it is a list and concentrate on just the people, places, and institutions we may have harmed. The willingness to make the actual amends will increase once our list is complete. Right? What a wonderful foundation we've built upon up to this point. The honesty from... The honesty found in step one, four, and five comes to the forefront as we look into our hearts and determine who we've harmed. If you remember back, our fourth step inventory and fifth step admission will help us in creating this list. We are careful not to leave anyone off and write the list to the best of our ability, right? Think of everyone. Making a ninth step <clears throat> amends is the pink elephant in the middle of the room that we carefully deter around and ignore. Not there yet. Don't panic. Step nine is the next one. Right? We must make this list without consideration of making the actual amends. Right? We're only trying to become willing to make those amends. Again, it is just a list. After practicing step six and seven, remember back, we arrive at step eight with a better understanding of who we are and our place in the world. In the grand scheme of things, we really are just like anyone else. We all have the same fears, dreams, feelings, and emotions. We finally have compassion. Here we are gaining some compassion. We are more understanding of others, 
and actually feel empathy towards others, possibly for the first time. I don't know. We are no longer thinking of just ourselves and saving our own hides, right? But we are starting to care about other people. Man, who would have thought a disease based in selfishness, like addiction, it is a disease based in selfish, self-centeredness, right, would allow us to finally feel human again. Now, take this as you will, just mentioning it, step nine of the Christian 12 steps is a tough one. It's here where you start to put into practice the ideals of Christian living. Bear with me, right? You put together the ideas of Christian living and demonstrate to your family, community, and to God of your commitment to change, right? You're starting to demonstrate to these people, family, community, to God, your commitment to change and better your life. Making amends is hard. You have to make amends not knowing what you'll get in return. I mentioned that a second ago. It's not about them. It's about you. You don't know what you're going to get in return. And you get in return is actually beside the point. Right? What you're getting in return is actually beside the point. You do not make amends, right, for the other people. Making amends is for yourself. You make amends to make amends. You do it because you have wronged. And it's right to make it right. You've wronged and it's just simply right to make it right. You may get forgiveness. You may get a door slammed in your face. Who knows? Right? You do what you can. You do the best you can. And you can do you can't do any more than that. Making amends is about you and keeping your side of the street clean. And I think everybody gets that, right? Few things are harder in life than making honest amends. When you have done someone a really wrong, a real wrong. Right? It's hard to go to them. And when they have every reason to feel angry, be careful, to walk up and make things right, this takes incredible commitment and courage. Because you know they're mad at you. Right? You know they're going to probably go off on you. Just hope for the best. But again, don't put yourself in unsafe situations. Do this step well. It's important. And when it's done, you'll feel better. You may suffer during, <laughs> right? It is going to be tough. There'll be some pride swallowing, right? Yes, you may suffer during, and you may pay a price for your willingness to make that amends. But when you do it right, a load of guilt is lifted, and you are at least truly ready to move forward, right? 
Some say there are several principles for this step. Principles that we've talked about. Forgiveness, honesty, courage, willingness, accountability, humility, and compassion. For many, step eight is the most difficult. Sure. This is because it's the point in the steps in which you make a list of the people you've caused harm to. Because of your addiction or compulsive behaviors, right? You've hurt other people. It's difficult because you must be honest with yourself about the harm you've caused. It's one thing to face the damage created by addictions and compulsive behavior um, with yourself and your higher power or God. You did this during your moral inventory. Even admitting to someone who can relate is easier than discussing things with the people you've harmed, right? When you're simply talking to a sponsor or a counselor or somebody, that's one thing. But to go to the person that you've actually harmed, it is tough. But step eight allows you to begin a life of peace and start to deal with personal relations, right? Even if rebuilding isn't an option, it provides closure and healing. There'll be some of those where there is no rebuilding that particular relationship, and that's okay. It helps you find the greatest peace, right? And the greatest restoration to good positive mental health. That's the ultimate goal. That's the ultimate goal. Inner peace, good positive, healthy mental health, right? That's what we want. So just become willing. That's it. We're going to simply make a list and become willing at this point. We're not doing the work yet, right? Anyway, hope you got some stuff out of that. I hope it helped you kind of gain some insight on what Step 8 is about. Um, Again, I appreciate you guys uh, for listening, tuning in, right? Step 8 is a doozy, that is for sure, Um, but we'll keep them going. I appreciate your time. Thanks for listening. For now, peace.